yourself. It's Kyrie. You dig? You're now tuned in to know the scene. I'm from New Orleans, um, originally off Camellia Street and the Lord Nine. You know what I'm saying? Then we moved to basically. You know what I'm saying? Then moved to the East. That's where I grew up. Like most of my like childhood, childhood, and then like my teenagers. I was in the seventh back of time freshman. You know what I'm saying? All day, every day. Every day I left practice, I was done. Yeah, most important the part of my life was in the seven war. That's like why I kind of, you know, jumped off the porch. You, hey, you still like, go to the east? Fucking right. That's what you know. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying he's lit right now. That's what you know what I'm saying. Ain't gonna never stop. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they go from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Stretch all the way across. I've been nothing wrong with that. So actually, I'm like, what made you become one of the music artists? Um. So as far as the music, like. I've been doing music my whole life. So, like, when I was in school, I did trombone and I played uh, piano. So, it just kind of carried on and elevated. Uh, I went from doing that, just doing, like, um, concert music type deal. Because the school I was at, they didn't do a marching band. But I wound up joining a marching band while I was still doing the concert band with that school. I did the Roots of Music. And now I played trombone, too. So, that's just kind of, like... A little bit of my music background, so from there, uh, you know what I'm saying, got into it really when I was in high school as far as the rapping. Like to be honest, nigga used to just be leaving football practice or going to lunch. We'll be sitting in the car. People ain't even really know, like you know what I'm saying. I really went the whole across, but nigga used to be smoking at lunch. You feel me? And freestyling, like I'm at school, we get blitz. Like I'm talking about, we hitting dabs in the car at Holy Cross. At, at Holy Cross. It wasn't Holy Cross an all-boys school? It was all-boys school. That's why I went. <laughs> so how was it like going to all-boys school? Now, yeah, I yeah. tell people that, you know, if I heard stories of the guy from St. You know, All, because they, yeah. because girls used to be like, used to, have, used to pull up to this school after, but I don't know about the other boys' school, so what happened? I ain't gonna lie, like, you know what I'm saying? And there's no disrespect to other, other boys' school. Like, it's all respectful, but Holy Cross was really lit. Yeah, like, lit. you know what I'm saying? Like, they had, you know, your fueler, his and that, but Holy Cross really was it. Like, if you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? But as far as going to an all-boys school, it was it was different for me because, like, it was a situation to where I ain't even really want to go. My mama sent me to Holy Cross to save my life because she seen kind of the path I was going. Like, I started losing partners. Like, I lost my first partner. When I wasn't even 13. I had to see him, you know what I'm saying, like that, you feel Tell me? And then when I was 13, he got killed, you know what I'm saying? He got shot. And so did that like traumatize you? Um, it ain't really. I, man, it just. I don't know about traumatized, but it just made me view that real different. Like it just could. I couldn't grasp. Like I seen it so early, right. I couldn't grasp the full idea that. And to this day, I still can't right, I really them, wrap my I mind around it. Like, hey, but the first time I saw somebody get killed, I was like six, and like, and, and like ever since then. It was, shit became like normalized. Yeah, but like in New Orleans, it become normalized. Cause I tell people like, if you go somewhere like Kansas, people might like nobody never died. Like none of their friends ever died. But in New Orleans, you know, and like New Orleans, I speak on New Orleans a lot because I travel around the whole U.S. 
And New Orleans is like a very unique city. And I tell people this because New Orleans is the only city where you gonna know the killer and the victim, and you just you 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 either mind your business or you are gonna handle your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it ain't no in betweens when it comes to that. You said exactly how I would put it. Cause I mean, it's really no straddling the fence out here. You either all the way out here or you all the way out the way. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you could be out the way and still be in the way. And, and that's just <laughs> how it be. You know what I'm saying? Wrong place, wrong time is unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? But that's just the city we live in. It's so, not like that everywhere. Right. So you know, like. Being 13, seeing your friend at that, you know, like, a lot of people don't speak on it, but that gotta be some, some, like, PTSD that actually comes with that. Um, I have a lot of sleepless nights. Um, shit, like, like, real mad shit, like, some days I really wake up crying and I can't even really, like, tell you why, but I know it's, like, just everything in a, a whole, you know what I'm saying, and that's probably a big part into it but it just kind of at the same time made me emotional but made me emotionless because I kind of lost my feelings with that because I it kind of made me don't know how to feel you know what I'm saying it was it was you got to move on after that you know what I'm saying exactly like my life couldn't stop and and that was another thing like went to the funeral you come outside cars still passing you know what I'm saying people still walking you know what I'm saying People still doing what they do. Like, where I'm going to keep on. it? Life goes on, brother. Like, my world was crushed. You know what I'm saying? That was my, my partner. Like, and I'm young. Like, that was, we was right. together every so, day. You know what I'm saying? And so that was my question. Like, you know, if a 13-year-old boy sh- should not see his best friend get killed. So it's like, do you think, like, if your life changed, like, basically, man, I got to move different. I got to protect myself. It's like, if a lot of things go through your mind, you see someone die. Yeah, get, yeah. Well, not die, get killed. Because that's a whole other level from, because, like, you know, older people die. Yeah. And how you might go see your grandma or something, but when you see your friend get killed, it's a different, it's a, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, and me being young, I, it didn't kind of, like, like, my parents and shit, it kind of, like, made them, you know, a lot of red flags. But for me, it just was kind of like, all right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotta step up, gotta, you know what I'm saying? Already was on P's and Q's, like, that's just how niggas grew up, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how I was, you know, my mama raised me by herself, my daddy caught life when I was three, so everything she taught me was the... Yeah, he, he got life, he and that goal. Yeah, but you know, some people actually, they actually give back life, so that's why I actually that, yeah. Nah, he, he got natural life. Like, yeah, he you know what I'm saying? We hoping, but, you know what I'm saying, he ain't really, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know... And so how did your daddy react when he found out, you know, um, you became one of the music artists? Uh, he, so for that, it was kind of an exciting moment for him because although my football career was kind of turned around and tarnished and that was kind of my way for me because I always wanted him to be able to see me on TV or see me right. doing something. And I know that was one way for me to get on TV was football and get him to see me back there on the rack, you feel me? But now it's like... You can see your nose in if you got an Android phone. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now it's like I'm doing this, and now he can still see me. And you still give him a shout-out? Oh, you already know. Chop, Big Chop, Kerry Lee Currington. That's my daddy, you feel me? He got locked down in uh, 03, the day after Christmas, to be honest. So Christmas always be like a weird day for me. I got it tatted on my wrist. Yeah, so that's something else traumatized yeah, me. Yeah, 122603. Uh, you know, my dad went to cut life, like... Right after Christmas. And so, like, how do you feel like you move? Because, like, you know, as soon as, like, you know, if, like, one child loses a parent, like, to jail and death, they yeah. kind of act out. Yeah. So, like, it's like, what do you think happened with you? Um, 
ain't, I ain't, I try my best. Like, I ain't gonna lie, like, cause one, I ain't gonna end up like my dad, but at the same time, I know I had a lot of people to put on my back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up in a house, like, with all my, like, people. It was me, my grandma, my uncle, my mama, and my auntie, and my grandpa. We in one house, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I just felt that big responsibility of, like, putting every everything right. together and trying to take my family, you know, because that's, places. And because that's heartbreaking. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I got a lot of cousins that cut, you know, life, all kinds of things. So, but yeah. I never experienced, like, a parent. Like yeah. so, like were you actually? I'm like, in the club when you know when the people told him that. Um, nah. Uh, but so my memory of like the day after Christmas type shit. Yeah, me and my mama was sitting in the car because the day he had already got found guilty, the day before Christmas. Had Christmas, they had a break on the 26th. They called to tell us he got sentenced, but my mama had pulled me out the house and we were sitting in the car. When they called, we in front of the house in the agro, and we just listening, and they was like, um, you know, they sentenced your daddy to life, natural life, and no probation or nothing. She threw the phone, started bawling, crying, and I just remember, like, I ain't really, like, I knew what was going on, but I still didn't really, like, fully grasp it. I just knew my mama was crying, and I started crying, and it, you know what I'm saying? And after just growing up, that's when you start really feeling that void. Like I said, my dad went to jail when I was three. You know what I'm saying? So I was young, but I was like still. You really know. Yeah, you feel me? But as I'm growing up, I understand. And seeing how different other kids growing up and nigga, they daddy come and pick them up from school. And nigga, it's my mama. Or really, my mama was working. Like, that was another thing. Like, my grandma really raised me a lot of my life because right. my mama had to, you she know, bust her ass. Do. Yeah, she worked way in Baton Rouge. So she I had drive, to stay I had to stay down here with my grandmother to go to school and shit like that, you feel me? So, like, you know, seeing that growing up, I'm actually, I'm like, without your father, did you ever think, like, when you got older, like, man, if shit, I can't move a certain way, if just in case I have a child, because I don't want to have that same mistake? And that's been the biggest thing. Like, I watched all, like, a lot of my partners having kids young. Like, I'm only 23, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of my partners and I already started having kids 18, 19, but that's the thing, like, I know whatever life I'm living, if it's not the life I'm comfortable living and I can move comfortable every day and got to worry about it, I'm not bringing no kid in this world, bro. How's you not going wrong? Hey, hey. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is great. You know what I'm saying? Can I please you stop you having a child if you, stop, if you don't stop going wrong? All right. Now, that's, that's a good question. Pull out. Be a man, you know what I'm saying? You, you ain't got to stay in that thing, you know what I'm saying? You can't even get a girl pregnant from pre-nut. Well, I don't think, I, pro I probably can't get a girl pregnant. I'm probably, I'm probably, if you shooting dog water? I'm probably shooting dog water, son. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't happening yet. <laughs> get up with your boy. Get up with your boy, you know what I'm saying? Don't worry about me, baby. I'm shooting dog water. I'm on birth control. Man. They call you birth control. Call me birth control. birth control. You dead. We don't need a plan B. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, hey, so hey, I really think I just dodged a couple bullets, but I ain't gonna lie. There was this one time, brother, like, I was I was really broke. I was on my ass. Man, I done got this girl pregnant. She done went to the doctor. They said it was twins, brother. 
Hey, but I told my girlfriend, I said, man, you got twins. You got to take care of one. I'm going to just leave with the other one. Boy, <laughs> two I was minutes, scared. Two and two minutes. At the boy, same time. Scared. I'm like, boy, twins? At the same time, it's different. Bitch, I was just like, what, 19? I think I was like 19. Bitch, I was, what? I just got out of jail all type of shit. I'm like, what? You just turned 19. I was like, no. But then, like, for a couple months past, you know, God, you know what I'm saying? She had a little miscarriage, you know, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? So like looking back at that, you know, situation, are you like are you like sad or are you like, man, like I wasn't ready or you know, how yeah. you feel about the whole situation? Honestly, it was a little heartbreaking because I I don't you know You don't wish that on, on nobody, you, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't really want for her to cause that was a probably a real traumatic situation for her to go through. Like I wasn't physically dealt with her when she was going through the actual miscarriage. So I'm pretty sure you know, it wasn't that easy on her, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I am thankful for God, and I know he sent signs, or, you know, I, I kind of dodged the bullet and had to move a lot better than I was doing, you know what I'm saying? Because I know I wasn't ready, bro. Like, my life would have been, we probably wouldn't be sitting there having that interview right now if <laughs> that would have happened. If you bro. be sitting on Section 8, would have. You feel me? <laughs> I'm Joseph, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you be sitting on Section 8 Running through somebody back doing something. I need them pampers. <laughs> but I talked about that with somebody. I said, man, it's like everybody thinking of always like these dudes. Every, I, don't, I don't believe everybody like that. I think, I think that a lot of people going around doing crazy shit because they broke. Yeah. Like And like a lot of women put pressure on these young boys. Yeah. Like they, they're trying to move in with these girls. They, they, like, but they laid up with this girl for 30 days. When the first come, now she looking at you. And you ain't do you know she she ain't see you make no jugs and no kind of action. And she still gonna ask you. She gonna ask you for like man, ever what that fifteen hundred that you ain't got nothing you on ain't the got it. So now this one day you about to go try to jack somebody and bust a move, and that could either cost you your life, jail time because robbery is ninety nine, <laughs> <laughs> or it could be a lot it, a lot a lot of things could go wrong. A lot of things, anything could go, could go wrong. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of things that happen down here too as well because of the pills. Everybody on pills. Everybody on some fake type of synthetic drug, and they just trying shit. Like nah. you gotta think about it. Like we gotta talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> Jason just gotta deal with this one. Good. Somebody robbed our DA. <laughs> like that. No, I have no else. Should I have the same move? Somebody you, robbed, you robbed the DA and his and mama. mama. And what? <laughs> and like people wonder why the feds down here right now. And you they wonder why the money all sold up. The wonder why there's only a few niggas out here making money because y'all got it hot. I, it's, it's hot. I like. I, I, I <laughs> wish I could interview dude like, like um, like basically when you up on DA like you ain't think like man I'm about to put that bitch back up yeah, right quick yeah, like yeah. you gotta like like you can't tell me you never saw Jason Williams face like you never watched the news like. Ever like and everybody know Jason Williams. Somebody took that man. I don't know, but it feel like somebody took that far. I know that that, that, that little kid didn't go out there by itself, son. You can't tell right. me, son. Well, you know somebody got everybody involved with something. You know you. You, you, you know, feel you, me? And you want to roll with it? Well, you gonna? Fold. I'm pretty sure Jason gonna fully like. That's the person who prosecuted you. They already. They didn't hit him with what a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar bond on a robbery. That damn little murder charge bond. On a robbery. The crazy, part is, <laughs> the crazy part is imagine you gotta face the person that who you did something to as the DA. That's like that's like unheard of. Only in New Orleans, bro. I just pray I just pray it's different. I, I just pray to look at dude like he's young and he maybe he might give him a second chance, but 
I don't know. I don't think so, bro. I mean, I hope so. I but really do. Cause is, I hate to see you know a young black lives get thrown think, away. I think the I think Louisiana State should like turn into the feds. Like not be the feds, but like give the people second chances. Like not second chances. Like give them on um, like a level of of like maximum security as they should, bro. Like you know, like you know what we need. Right. We need real rehabilitation and real mental health treatment. Right. Our people out here. A suffering, bro. Right. I think and mental health is real, but I, the biggest thing is these kids ain't like they're not trying to hear you if you ain't put no money in their pocket. So I think we need real trades that fits them. Nobody, nobody be no damn plumber. Nobody wants to like these kids want to be fashion designers, rappers, producers. Build some studios f- for free. Give them like stuff they want. Put some sewing machines. And another thing is when people from New Orleans, and I hope, you know what I'm saying, when I get that, that I don't fall into this category, but it is a lot of people that blow up out in New Orleans and take all that money from New Orleans and go put it in all these other states that they not from and all these other kids that they not from. And we need it here. It sound good, but when you got money, it's good. I know. It's that's what I said. To stay here. And I said, that's why I said, I hope I don't fall like into I that always, category. Like I always at least say, give back. Like, like everybody always say, say, you know, currency. You yeah, know, for or, sure. One on one. Currency. Currency just did an interview. He's like, man, ain't shit. Currency <laughs> thinking about moving up. So when currency moves, like, what's going to happen? Currency different. Shit, though, bro. I'm he thinking about moving. Better. I'm like, shit. And I don't even live around niggas, and I'm thinking about moving. Right. It's just, you still gonna be in the same street, you still gotta say gas station. You still, like, when you're in the city, you still gotta move the same. So, like, you can still be touched. Yeah, for like, sure. No one's untouchable. Like, I see the, the killer of the killer get killed. Like, it's no, it's like, it's no one, like, you don't, you don't know who, who I, I believe everybody killing out here. You don't know who is who. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, you can't take nobody for granted. You can't look at them like it's shit, shit sweet, nothing sweet. At all, man. Like, you don't know. <laughs> it could be your last sweet day. <laughs> For, <laughs> For sure. Well, you know, how did you come up only with your rap name? Um, I just took it. So, honestly, I went through a whole list of names, bro. Like, if you and know, what's the first you one know, you came with? The first one I had was, I think it was Lone, like L-O-N-E. And then I changed it to, like, Re-Lone. And then... Was you just feeling long? That's how I was feeling, like, bro, I went through so much shit, dog. Like, yeah, long I just, story, always, yeah, I just felt like, you know, a lot of the times, like, I used to feel alone, bro. Like, oh. like it used to, you know, fuck with me. Like, I used to feel like, cause going from how I was with everybody on my back with the football shit, then it's like I went through my situation, and it was like a lot of people turned their back on me, and then I dug back, went through a second situation, and then everybody just ripped me off, like. Seeing me now, it's like a right. big shot. Like, oh my God, he I, really then made it out the shit he then went through. You know what I'm saying? I feel the same way. I just told my girlfriend, she didn't let call my partner. I said, man, I had the worst speech impediment ever when I was young. I couldn't get words. I was cursing people mama. I couldn't get the words out. <laughs> and like, I was also the black sheep of the family. I was known for whatever bad, he did it. Like, if somebody in the family did it, he did it. So it's like, when they see me now, like, man, like, niggas come home from jail. Like, man, you do interviews? How the fuck? You can't even talk. <laughs> like the whole thing just That's changed crazy. so it's like I kind of feel you feel but, but the deeper question is I'm gonna ask you this like do you feel like you ever really suffer with like real I mean depression yeah for sure uh, I wouldn't say I'm 100% depressed but I definitely suffer with a mild form of depression like it's some days I get up and just feel heavy like a big weight on my back some days I wake up and I don't. Some days I, you know, I get up and I get after it. But 
it just all stems from, you know, a long line of trauma and just bullshit and shit I had to go through and overcome. But at the same time, that depression and all the shit I went through, it, you know what I'm saying, it helped me get to where I'm at. Like, it really brought me to where I'm in a different position at a way younger age because it's a lot of bullshit that matured me younger than a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? It kind of fucking brought me to the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, which I always just kind of kept that faith as I was going through what I was going through, just leaning on God and actually having a strong support system like my brothers and my mom and my grandma and shit like that to just kind of lean on. Because, you know what I'm saying, that was like my first sign that I ain't really even had no friends out here, bro, because it was like, you know what I'm saying, I got some real close friends and they still here to this day, but like everybody that was claiming to be my friend and be down for me, you know what I'm saying? I watch a lot of people turn around, women and all, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Like, yeah, I'm kind of happy if I had one on a bad, I'm like speech impediment when I was young. Cause people used to tease me so much, now I don't really give a fuck who fuck with me. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> like, so people don't like, oh, well, fuck, yeah. I don't care, like, nigga, tease me, for real. So I just tease people too, so I like, like, exactly. I think that kind of builds something in you. Yeah. Like, you know, sure. even depression, like, you know, I used to feel it with, like, it's crazy, because, like, my daddy, as soon as my mama left him, if he if he actually if he actually stopped talking to me, mm-hmm. but he still took care of my brother. Wow. But he actually but he actually but I'm named after him. That's great, boy. Wow. So it's like brilliant. like all the shit that like people supposed to be depressed about. Yeah. I didn't care because I had more way bigger issue with this, it was a stuttering problem. So I didn't give a fuck about nothing else. The other shit. Right. So it's like it's crazy. So it's like some everybody cope with shit different. Yeah, 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 for sure. So you know. Yeah, but I'm glad you know because like like I I like I ain't gonna lie about my pets. Five interviews, man. Like I, I realize a lot of people in New Orleans really suffer from like depression and mental health. Yeah, for sure. Like they had an ex football player play for the Saints. That man said he wanted to kill himself three times. Uh, Devin, I, I know. Yeah, yeah I see. And that. so it's like you know you don't never know what people be going through and what they're thinking. Yeah. Like you don't even know what goes on in the household. Like some kids are really getting beat by their parents. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some kids don't have no food to eat. It's different. That's like, why I, I I give everybody the same respect. Like it don't matter from you to you. You could be dirty, but I'm still gonna give you the same respect. I'm still gonna speak, treat you the same way, cause you don't know who nobody is, bro. Exactly. You'll never be able to call it. Not off the look. So, do you have any brand new music coming up? Uh, uh, um, features, anything like that? No. So no features right now that I'm working on, but I have a catalog about. As long as the freaking a law a law school book, you feel me? But I'm just uh, pacing it out and you know dropping it at a time and just allowing it to build its traction on its own time organically. You know what I'm saying? But I got a lot of new music um, on the way out. I just dropped today. Um, that full giant is out. Just came out today, and like you said, the week before last, I dropped the small lies. So, so. If it, like if a person watching an interview right now and like want to know what type of like what type of or like style of, of like rapping you you do like do you think you can actually or like explain it? Yeah, I think I can explain it. I just would like to say, and this might be very vague, but I'm very versatile, bro. Like I have singing music, I have pop music, I have rock music, I have rapping music, I got trap music, and it all stems from my life. Everything I say in my music, you know what I'm saying, is, you know what I'm saying, I done lived it. So that's how it all kind of bridges down and, you know, it makes the gap, you know what I'm saying, bridges the gap. 
So, being in the music, music industry for a little while right now, like, tell us what do you enjoy most about it and tell us what do you actually hate about it. Um, the music shit so, so far, what I like about it is the journey. Um, I like the build up, you know, especially from watching my first ever video that I shot and posted into how it's formulating from now. For me, the best part is the journey and actually getting to the other side of that fence, you know what I'm saying? To where it's all peaches and cream for the most part, you know what I'm saying? I know it's still got this little things and stuff like that that's not always the greatest, but for the most part, you know what I'm saying? To where you making money off this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, the worst part for me just have to be just the safety issue, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you know what I'm saying, just be an artist, you know what I'm saying? You gotta be an artist, a military-minded, uh, you know what I'm saying? You gotta do everything. And that's another thing about the music, too. Um, like, for most artists, a lot of people just think they could just be the artist or be the rapper or make the music. It's, you gotta be about your business. You gotta do the paperwork. You gotta lawyer up. You gotta do everything, you know what I'm saying? And that's another part I, I wouldn't say I don't like, but... It's a part to me that I'm getting used to now because it's like transitioning from, okay, you just making music to now you taking it serious. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, I'm like, where do you see your music career going? I'm like, three years from now. Three years from now, um, I hope to be flying my own private jet because I am a pilot. I fly planes too. I got my pilot license. But I hope to be flying my own private jet to Germany performing at somebody festival. Are you gonna fly your own shit there? Yeah, I'm a pilot. That's my plan. That's I'm my saying, plan. Like, you know, people usually want, you know, relax. You want to fly there. I'm gonna there. fly my own shit there. Hey, so you can have no, you can have no rehearse time. You're gonna be tired. I'm trying to fly there and get that no sleep. I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm Man, up. Get you. You know what I'm saying? So, tell us, I'm like, what's next for you? Next is to continue to stay in people's face, continue to push and continue to grow my marketing and grow my fan base. Like I said, I lost my Instagram twice, the one before this and the one, you know what I'm saying, the big, big one that I had years and years and years of people following me. So that was very unfortunate. So now it's just about creating a buzz, gotta, building that following back back. Man, you got to turn up on TikTok. That's the only people who ain't going to take it. Hell yeah. Man. And I, I got TikTok too. Um, you know, it's just about, I know it's just going to take time, bro. And mm -hmm. the main thing about it is just staying consistent, staying focused. And, and staying in the people's face. Staying in the people's face. That's the plan. Gotcha. And also, last but not least, tell the world, I'm like, what can they find you at on social media and everywhere else? You can find me at GME Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? And on every platform, the artist's name is Kyrie, K-Y-R-E-E. -E. You can type it in. You can find all my songs. The ones that's already out, at least, is a lot of unreleased. Y'all not going to hit yet. But uh, I got Posted out right now. I got In-Depth out right now. I got Small Eyes out right now. And that full giant just dropped. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. All right, we done.